bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. don't like to see me dance and be happy. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Man, you are wearing that hat. He like Does he sleep in that? He take a shower in that hat? DJ Brother Z. Take a shower. Somebody told you you look good in what-he-what hats? Wow. You know, that's the new name that y'all call them bucket hats because we didn't call them bucket hats. It's just dumb. <laughs> Join 100 black men as they host the program. Where do we go from here? Highlighting topics surrounding healthcare 2.0 long COVID-19 diabetes and related mental health issues in the African-American community. COVID-19 pandemic has been declared ended, but has it really ended in the black community? In a program made possible by the Morehouse School of Medicine and the National COVID-19 Resiliency Network, join us Wednesday, May 24th, 6 p.m. A rebroadcast will be on Saturday, May 27th at 10 a.m. All right here on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. So there. (sighs) My first story in the top five at five is, is... is disturbs me greatly. Um, you know, every now and then you come across a story and you go, is, is this, is this actually real? And so I, I'm, I'm, I don't really get it, but you know what? We're going to roll that way. Number five. So the Internal Revenue Service Commissioner, Daniel Warfel, acknowledged in a letter to the U.S. Senate this past Monday. Now get this. 
black taxpayers are audited at a significantly higher rate than non-black taxpayers. A revelation that has left the agency deeply concerned. As if that's going to change when your budget just hired how many dozens of IRS agents to do what? Audit people. Werfel said, while there is a need for further research, our initial findings support the conclusion that black taxpayers may be audited at a higher rate than would have been expected given their share of the population. Really? IRS was urged, this is from CBS58.com, the IRS was urged by lawmakers to look into the racial disparities after a January report by a Stanford research team initially revealed the findings. The research, a unique partnership between Department of Treasury, found that black taxpayers are audited, are you sitting down, 2.9 to 4.7 times the rate of non-black taxpayers, a difference that is highly influenced by earned income tax credit recipients. However, the study pointed out that while there was a smaller but still significant inequity in audit rates between black and non-black taxpayers who do not claim the earned income tax credit, They acknowledge the research further suggests that most of this disparity is driven by differences in correspondent audit rates among taxpayers claiming the earned income tax credit. Now, I don't know if you know what that is. The earned income tax credit is a refundable credit. It's, It's been a way to financially help low and moderate income workers. So. Those with earned income under 59187 and especially filers with children. While the IRS does not collect information about race from taxpayers, the report shows the agency disproportionately flags tax returns that claim earned income tax credit for potential errors. Now, the researcher and the research team led by Daniel Ho from Stanford told CNN that his group does not have access to how they conduct audit selection, but that research points to the earned income tax credit and a focus on lower dollar, higher certainty claims as opposed to lower certainty, higher dollar value claims. In other words, you're going after people who don't have the wherewithal and the money to fight you if you say they owe you money. And people wonder why we don't trust the Internal Revenue Service. Why tax was supposed to be temporary and it's still going on some hundred years later. Interesting. I find it utterly and totally interesting. Number four. Quick trip. Wisconsin's family-owned gas station was named number one gas station in the United States. It's the fourth year that USA Today, this is from WISN.com, the fourth year the USA Today has named Quick Trip the best in the country. First of all, I'm not taking USA Today as the source on whether or not Quick Trip is the best. Based on bathroom facilities, fuel quality, coffee freshness, and snack options. And not one of them is in the city of Milwaukee because they don't do black neighborhoods. They don't do the city neighborhoods at all. Not Hispanic, not white, not anything because it's not about race. It's about what? I don't know. 
Now, do I go to Quick Trip? Absolutely not. I go to Quick Trip when I feel like I'm about to run out of gas. Why? Because they're not in the city. And I don't understand why they're not in the city. That's all. Other than that, it's a decent place to go. It's gas. It's gas. I'm not going to, you know, bash or complain, but yeah. We shall see. We shall certainly, certainly see. Number three. There's a significant police presence. This just in from Fox 6 uh, now. Com. There is a significant police presence seen on West Bonnewell Road in Mequon. And so uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Fox 6 News has a crew on scene. And if anything breaks before 6 o'clock in the rebroadcast of the Tory Lowe Show, we will let you know. We'll have updates posted and we'll be checking on that particular story. So make sure you stay tuned right here to the new 1017 the truth. Number two. Well, some specialized graphics are reemerging in Milwaukee freeways to better warn drivers where there are problems ahead. So instead of having to take your eye off the road and actually read <laughs> the words that are going past, which I always thought was dumb because it's really distracting. Uh, the Wisconsin Department of Transportation signs are going to be unique to an area of the downtown without emergency lanes so it can be dangerous to other drivers when a crash has occurred and so it's it's kind of cool a warning for drivers around milwaukee is back on the highway message board but they're color graphics that show where the lane is blocked now they've been around since 2018 but then the pandemic hit and and there wasn't a lot of use for it because there was nobody on the road but they say now they have um Traffic volume, it's it's going up. And so the lane block graphics are back in regular rotation to target a dangerous stretch of a highway near downtown. So specifically, if you have that graphic, if you're westbound on I-94 between 19th and the stadium, is a four-lane section, and it does not have any shoulder. So there's no distress lane. You can't pull off the road if your car breaks down. So being able to tell drivers where there's a lane blocked in the section, in the area, gives them a chance to divert and simply get off of the road and and really be able to be safe and not cause an accident themselves because, you know, sometimes we drive like um, knuckleheads. Speaking of driving. Number one. When the north leg segment of the Zoo Interchange Project is complete, It's been 12 years we've been working on this idiocy. Can you believe that? It'll come to an end. Jordan Bell, who says she uses 4145 frequently, says she'll be more happy to see the orange cones go away. They're all over the place. I'm I'm tired of it. I hate this time of year. It's supposed to be a time where you could drive around. I was about to say cruise around, but I think that's illegal. Um, Cruise around and drive and do all sorts of things. And I mean... The improvements are great. The, the 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 lanes are wider, right? But I think it'll just give people more time to speed and go fast. And so what do, what do we do with that? I don't get it. What do we do with that? 
833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back, I had a question for somebody, and I hope somebody can answer it, but I don't think they can because they're, they're now gone. But I've always wondered, when I see people driving at 30, 40 miles over the speed limit, when I'm on the expressway and the speed limit is 70, and somebody blows by me so fast that I can't even see what make model of car they have or what color it is, I got to ask myself the question, where are you going? More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You should never drink soda <laughs> while you're in the midst of talking on the radio. Because it's carbonated. That is not cool. 833-212-1017 is the number. The talking text line, uh, 414-349 said, Good evening, Dr. Ken. Chief Norman, uh, they, they have a message for Chief Norman, says, I am currently Milwaukee Police Officer working District 6, my old district, district where I started, district where I retired out of, early shift. I would like to thank the chief for an outstanding job serving the city. I'm grateful to work for him in this department, and I would just say, like to say, keep up the good work. I know it has to be difficult at times because you can't please everyone, but we as a department will keep fighting the good fight to serve and protect this city. And then he added words that almost hurt my ears. He said, go mob. Phi Beta Sigma. It's a fraternity. So, anyway. To which my reply was, hey. Anyway, he gets it. Cool letter. Thank you so much. Thank you for your service. We appreciate it. When I was talking about the people speeding fast and blowing past me, uh, 414216 said they gone crazy. LOL. Gone? If you change that word to R, I could work with that. <clears throat> and look at what am I looking at? Pentagon role targeting fentanyl supply. When are we going to stop people from using drugs and make them responsible? No, we can't make them responsible. It's got to be something in the drug that's making them do it. it okay. Anyway, 
Security Mike said, wow, when will it, when will it stop? A higher tax rate because of being African-American and sad. No quick picks in the hood. <laughs> no quick, quick trips in the hood. Why is it everybody hates on us? I don't know if it's why anybody hates on us. See, I don't get upset when when predominantly white organizations actually, you know, I've never seen a black person working in a quick trip. Like ever. Anyway, that's just me. Just an observation. It's anecdotal, so it may not be accurate. Um, I don't get upset. I don't get mad. I don't get, oh, my God, they didn't do this. I don't get, like, security, Mike. They're hating on us. I say, let's start our own gas stations, and let's start a chain, and just simply cater to us. If you want us to not normalize, I wouldn't call it normalize because I don't know if I could say anybody's way of life is actually normal. If you don't want us to come to your store, live in your city, start our own. Let's just roll. So you got to remember only 10% of us in the great migration came north and west anyway. But do they really want us to go back south? Because they'll have to give us our land back. You know, all the stuff you took from us that you tell us and pretend like we don't, we don't have our own or say my family didn't do it, but somehow everybody's rich and everybody made money and everybody grew except us. And then when we call it out, we say, you're lazy. You don't respect education. You know, you, you regurgitate what your racist parents taught you. And that's when you go to school and you draw swastikas in Cedarburg and then get the Jewish teacher arrested because God forbid we take the Jewish teacher's stress into account. Hold them accountable, but you got to be at least understanding of the fact that a kid purposefully drew a swastika and in these instances, paper doesn't just fall on the floor. They dropped it on purpose so somebody could find it and show it to the Jewish teacher. How did it get in the Jewish teacher's class but nobody else's class? It's it's unfortunate. And now they'll go after this guy and they'll hammer them. And when they do, they'll point to the kids. Oh, it's the kids. It's the kids. Oh, the poor kids. The kids were traumatized. We really don't care about, you know, Auschwitz or anything like that. We don't. We don't really care. <laughs> Plum Bob said, I have in Mequon, there's a black manager. Okay. And they're in Mequon. I rest my case. So quick pick, quick pick. Trip, quick trip is not in the city proper. It's like across the street from the city, but it's not in the city. It's, it's north of a certain place. Is the one in Mequon the one along um, Cedarburg Road? Must be. Okay. All right. Felix said, Dr. Ken, I've seen African-Americans at two locations in Trick. In quick trip. Why can't I say the name of this place? Because I don't like it. Uh, quick trip on Drexel and quick trip in West Dallas. Love the show. 
But but I get it. First first of all, thank you. But I get it. But I guess that's why it's only one because it's a suburb, right? Okay, I'm just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Security Mike says, "Cause ain't like they won't make money. We gas up our cars at a high rate. I do. <laughs> Everything's high now, but black people have always paid higher prices for everything. Did you know that the average? Can anybody tell me? Oh no, 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 no. I need." Hmm. Trying to think. How how can I do this? I need three people to call during the break. We're going to take a break a little early. I need three people to call. I have a question for you. You're going to have three seconds to answer it, and I need a number. Whomever's closest to the number, um, check with Kyle, see if we have any prize packs to give away. See see if we can give away something to somebody. Get, you know, a, a, a truth a truth pack, a cup, and maybe a T-shirt or something. And hmm, I didn't. I can't hear you. You gotta talk to me. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and and do the calls first. Yeah. A- ask him, can we do a prize pack? Cause, cause I want to give away something, and I need three people to answer a question, and whoever gets closest to it. So this means you're not going to be able to be Googling and stuff, and you're not going to have the time. You're just going to make a guess. And it's going to be a number. So I'm going to have you guess a number, and then you'll be able to say, blah, blah. And then I'll have all three of you on, and I'll ask all three, and you'll give me a number. And then whoever's closest, I only want the first three, whoever's closest will win a Truth prize pack. How's that? Is that cool enough? We're good? I guess a lot of people want a prize pack. 833-212-1017. No, I am not taking a text. You cannot text in. the Rules have to be on the website, I think. I don't think you can. I probably can't. But I'm just giving them away random. Maybe I'll give away three. How's that? No, I'm gonna talk to them on the air. Yes, they'll have to give me a number. I'll, I'll it, it'll be, it's, it's simple. I've, I've done it like a million times before. Okay, I got three people on hold. Thank you much. All right, so let me see if I remember how to do this. Well, I guess it won't matter. So I have a question. Uh, are these their names? Okay, let me let me wait. Da-da, da-da, da-da. I'm gonna wait. Yeah. Don't worry about it. All right. Hello, you're on the air. What is your first name? Plum Bob. Plum. How's it going, man? All right. All right. Hang on a second. Hello, you're on the air. What is your first name? Hello? Mine's Mike. Mike. Security Mike. All right. Hey, security. All all the regulars calling in now. All right. Hold on a second. And last one. 
What is your name? You're on the air. Your first name. Charles. Hello. What's your first name? Charles. Charles. All right. Okay, so hold on. It's, it's a simple thing. I'm going to give you three seconds. Give me a number, and I'm going to ask you a question, and you give me the number, right? All right? You'll get three seconds. That means that everybody will have three seconds, so whoever's last, you'll, you would only have like nine seconds to be able to give me the answer anyway, so there's no way you could Google it. There's no way you're going <laughs> to come up with the answer. What? I can't do that? Cancel it. Okay, I can't do it. Then forget it. I can't give away a prize pack. We can just have fun with it, but I can't give you a prize pack. Got to have contest. Well, then put some generic contest rules up on the post one so we can do it. We going to do it Friday? We'll do it Friday for the culmination. But I can just do this by play, right? We can just have fun. All right. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey, Plum Bob, can I ask you the question and, and you can't win nothing? You'll just win, like, bragging rights? That's cool. Okay. <laughs> so, three seconds. Yep. How much does the average used car cost? One. Three, two, 48000 48000 All right. Hold on. Security Mike, your answer. Come here. One, two, two, three. Okay. Charles, average cost of a used car? 5000 5000 All right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the average price of a used car today. $28,000. So, Plum Bob, use a little over, like by about $20,000. So, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. Take care. Security Mike said three. So, I don't know. Is that $3 or what? Uh, $2,500. Okay, $2,500, but you were way off. Nobody was close. Nobody was close. I guess the closest person was none other than Charles. You were closer. So I guess you got bragging, bragging rights for being 23000 What about <laughs> $23,000 off? Okay. Hey, get what you get. Charles well, is the winner. <laughs> yeah. But can you imagine Thank paying? You very much. Can you imagine paying twenty eight thousand dollars for a new car for your kid, and it's used? No. Would you? Would you pay? Like no, twenty eight thousand dollars for a new car. Twenty eight thousand dollars is the average cost for a new car. No, 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 no. A used car, like three to five years old. Who in their right mind would buy a $28,000 car for their kid who just got a driver's license to learn how to drive? Absolutely no way. Which is, which is funny because Dion the Nine said, I can't find a decent pickup truck.
and the cars have too many miles. You know what I say, right? Take the bus. Oh, that's right. We can't take the bus because the county is cutting back on buses. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. That's kind of weird. Ah, I got it now. I got it now. So, here's the deal. When we're on the air, if you want to send me an email... Or send the host an email, like while whoever's on the air, right? If you if they're not on the air, then don't send it. But if they're on the air, because it'll be live, host at 1017thetruth.com, and you can hit me up with what you want to say. Otherwise, hit the talk and text line. But if you want to get in touch and send something. so That way, you know, some people are in a place where they can't text, but they can send an email and vice versa. You know, check it out. Host at 1017thetruth.com. So now if you want to send me something, you might want to put my name in the subject. Otherwise, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to read it. I'm going to only look at mine. That way, don't matter. Just hit us up. Hit hit up the truth team. Can we guarantee we're going to answer? No. Can we guarantee it's going to do? No. Talking text line, you can get a new a brand new Camry for twenty eight thousand dollars. Four one four two one six. Do I want to pay that much for a car? Says me who drives a foreign car. <laughs> um, no, I really don't. Paris said white people pay that all the time. What, what does that? What does that matter? Like I don't understand what that means. What does that mean? White people pay that all the time. I don't know what that means. Brian said, uh, let me go, let me go, let me go back. Let me go back. Quick trip caters to southern to, to suburban aesthetics. Milwaukee aesthetics are trash and proper speaking employee pool. Wow. That sounds pretty harsh. And very few young folks in Milwaukee speak with clear, concise diction. They talk like three-year-olds. I guess Brian is just either trying to cause trouble or I thought I think he thought he was going to get me riled up by that one. But that's your opinion. And guess what? Okay. 833-212-1017 is the number. That's kind of, you know, if that's how he feels. And that's why 
They're in the suburbs. Stay there. But you know what I say? Take Brian with you. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Give it up for Naughty by Nature! You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017. The Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office is inviting the public to get an up-close and personal experience behind the scenes of what it takes to do the job of a deputy. The program will be over two days in June. Applications are being accepted until May 19th at midnight. A Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office spokesman says... The agency is launching its first Citizens Academy in years and promises a look inside the different jobs within the sheriff's office. Visitors will take part in presentations from SWAT, K-9, Patrol Division, and Criminal Investigations. Rare opportunity for the community will take place Friday, June 23rd from 6 to 9 and Saturday, June 24th from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. Sheriff Danita Ball, who was just here, will be there to address guests and accepted applications will attend in person at the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office Training Academy in Franklin. If you have questions, if you want to become a part of the Citizen Academy for the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office, call Michael. I'm going to get the name right. Krasnarich, that's K-R-Z-N-A-R-I-C-H. Krasnarich, 414-739-5341. That's 414-739-5341. Or email him at michael.krasnarich, which is K-R-Z-N-A. Rich, R-I-C-H. That's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, dot, K-R-Z, N, like Nancy, A, R-I-C-H, at Milwaukee County W-I dot gov. That's Milwaukee County W-I dot gov. Or you can go to the W-I-S-N dot com or any of the um, news stations, and they'll have the number there for you. To call, email, do all sorts of things, and that way you can apply. Of course, everybody that applies is not getting in, but you could try. You could see. They're going to do a little, you know, background check on you to make sure you, you know. And if you happen to have some stuff in your background that you're not supposed to have in your background and you show up, they might, you know, show up and say, hi, what are you doing? Do me a favor. Go to jail. So, you know, I'm just saying. From CBS 58, federal prosecutors have filed criminal charges against New York Representative George Santos. I would say finally, but um, 
The Republican lawmaker whose astonishing pattern of lies and fabrication stunned even hardened politicos, according to three sources familiar with the matter. Santos was taken into federal custody this morning, is expected to appear at federal court in New York's Eastern District. He's facing not one, not two, not three, but get this, 13 federal charges, seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, one count of theft of public funds, two counts of making materially false statements to the House of Representatives. Congressman's attorney declined to comment. After that, <laughs> right, spokesperson for the, Brooklyn, for the Brooklyn U.S. Attorney's Office, the Justice Department and FBI also declined to comment. Santos was en route to New York Tuesday night, skipped House votes for the evening because he had to report because he was going to jail who votes somebody like that into office to begin with on a flip side can people get too old to be in office like should we set term limits or should i well i guess in this case it'd be time limits um for for like you're too old if i'm in my 60s would i want to be in office possibly 70s don't even think of like go sit down like, Pelosi was 89? What? Like, what are you doing? What exactly are you doing? It was her 80s. Like, what? <sighs> or was it her husband that was 89? Does it matter? If you have an eight at the beginning of your age, you should probably not be in, in, in public office. And that includes Biden. That includes Donald Trump. That includes anybody. I, I think, I, honestly, this is me. I think 75 should be the cutoff. Between 35 and 75 is 45, is 40 years? Is 40 years. That's enough time for you to be in public service, get your pension, and go on about your business. I'm just saying. Ridiculous. 833-212-1017 is the number. Should there be a time limit and a term limit? Well, I, I guess as many times as you can run and win, that's on you. But a time limit, you should have to be able to, let me see. It's, it's, like, it's like going into government service, right? You have to have been accepted into one of the federal agency academies by thirty-seven. Like you have to be in the academy by 37, something like that. Otherwise, it, it doesn't make any sense for you to do it, right? Because you got to do 20 years. You have 57 is mandatory retirement, stuff like that. So that's why they set it at 37. But when you run for office, Ray Ray and them can run for office at, you know, 100. And if they win, they get in. If they win, they get in. And I don't like what? I mean, unless your town is full of old people. You know, if the average median age in your town is like, you know, 89, then I would think it's probably okay <laughs> for, you, for you to uh, run for office. And then, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be straight. See? That's who I was thinking about. Diane Feinstein and Chuck Grassley are both 89. 89, like, what are we doing? What are you doing at 89? 
Like, I don't understand what it is we're doing. I don't get it. What are we doing at 89? Like, shouldn't you be home playing Scrabble? You're already eating oatmeal, so it's not like they got to feed you a lot. (laughs) I'm just being silly. But think about that. Hmm. Get people out of office. And finally... I kind of thought this already. Why did somebody have to? Anyway. Question Rhea. True or false? Can the soap you use attract more mosquitoes? I'm sure it could. Well, researchers at Virginia Tech tested four soaps, (laughs) having volunteers wash one forearm sleeve with soap and leaving the other one unwashed. The sleeves were then put in cups in a container with mosquitoes. And Clement uh, Venauer, a assistant professor at Virginia Tech, said, we look at how many mosquitoes would land on either cup to quantify their experience. And the soaps tested were popular options by Americans. And... In three of the four soaps tested, the soap increased the attractiveness to mosquitoes. And the soaps were what? Fruity and flowery. You know, the kind of women wear. One deterred them more than the unwashed sample. It was a coconut scent. So if you want to walk around smelling like a coconut, it's probably good to actually do that. Researchers said there's still more work to be done, including more soap tests on more volunteers to determine patterns of certain scents. Each person has a different body chemical as well, and that's a factor. They said it's really about the specific chemical combinations that occur. So if you're prone to mosquito bites, what can you do? Uh, Soap can't replace traditional repellents, but you can try changing the soap you use. Just kind of change it. Get rid of it. You know, that soap you've been using. Anybody even, well, maybe that's the next show. What soap do you use? Eh. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Tori Lowe's show is up next. I want to say thank you for being here. Um, Thank you for supporting us during Law Enforcement Appreciation Week. Um, And we'll be back tomorrow in about 22 hours. Thank you, Rhea. Appreciate you. God bless. Take care. I am out.